From Wisp Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. I'm Adam Kelnhofer, a reporter over at Wisp Politics here in Madison. Today, I'm joined in the office by my colleague, Kate Morton, to talk about an interview she just did with State Senator Romaine Quinn. He is a Republican from Cameron, Wisconsin, and... Kate, you got to talk with Senator Quinn about a package of abortion-related bills. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Adam. Uh, As we know, this has been a pretty contentious issue since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. There's also some ongoing litigation over whether Wisconsin law bans abortion or not. So we kind of talked about this package of bills that addresses some of those issues over abortion in Wisconsin. All right, Kate, let's hear his proposals then. All right. Well, thank you, Senator Quinn, for joining me on the show today. We're going to talk about your package of abortion-related bills, the Embrace Them Both package. Um, So maybe to start off, you could just give me kind of an overview of those bills and what they do. Yeah, great. And that's uh, right in the title of the package, Embrace Them Both. We want to make it clear that we support both mothers and babies, and that's the intention of this package. So probably the most important piece right out of the gate is defining what abortion actually is. So I think there's been a lot of rhetoric, especially during the campaign trail, and I've heard legitimate fears from constituents if I was campaigning about not being able to get the medical care that they need if they're facing a complicated pregnancy. So it's never been the pro-life position to not allow them to get medical care and to and to be injured or pass away from a pregnancy. That's not the pro-life position. So we want to make it very clear that uh, abortion is the intentional ending of a baby's life. Now, that, that So any care that results unintentionally in the ending of that life is not an abortion. So uh, we named it right in the bill that women facing eptopic pregnancies, molar pregnancies, miscarriages, those really unfortunate situations that you can still get the care you need because you weren't intentionally trying to end that child's life. So we want to make that crystal clear for moms, families, and physicians so that women can get the care that they need. And then we wanted to actually support families and babies with the next package. So um, one of the bills extends a tax credit to children in the womb. So we take the current deduction that you get and we want to apply it to those kids as soon as you hear a heartbeat, because we know that expenses don't start after the child's born. There's doctor visits, there's classes, there's prepping, there's all sorts of expenses that families occur long before the child actually arrives. So we want to recognize that the child in the womb um, is a child and he or she is expensive long before she's actually born. So we want to help support that. And then our other bill provides resources for pregnancy resource centers. Um, So you find yourself um, with a pregnancy expected or unexpected. There are resource centers out there that want to help you be the best parent you can be. And so we have got two great resource centers in my district. Uh, One of them actually allows um, new mothers to live in a house for free up to three years while they get on their feet and establish that relationship with the kiddo and just, uh, you know, to get a great start for their family. And so I think the services these centers provide are something that the state should also support. And then finally, we want to finally support adoption in the state. This should be a bipartisan issue. I think everyone supports adoption, supporting parents who are willing to take on that critical role of raising a child that's not their own is huge. We should celebrate that and we should support it. So that bill will give a $10,000 grant to any family adopting a Wisconsin child in Wisconsin. And so, again, just to recap, redefine what abortion is, 
support families with current tax deductions, support resource centers that give resources to families, and then give families help who want to adopt children. And so that's why we want to embrace them both, both, uh, both mother and baby. Yeah, thanks for that summary of the bills. I just wanted to ask a little bit more. Um, as you know, not everyone is on the same page as far as abortion goes, and that includes within the Republican yep. caucus. So what were the responses to your bill on the Republican side and in particular in leadership? Are you hopeful that this is something that you can get done? Well, just last week, we passed three out of four of the four bills on the Senate floor. And so, yes, there's divisions uh, on both sides of the aisle within both parties on what our abortion laws should look like in the state. So that's why when we crafted these bills, I tried to focus on issues where there should be agreement. You know, whether we can talk about exceptions or weeks or timelines of when is it a child or not a child, we're never all going to agree on that. We should all agree that we should support pregnant women. We should support families. We should support babies. We should support adoption. And so those are the kinds of things I wanted to focus on. But I think the public still wants us to move the ball forward in the right direction while we continue to have this debate on this issue. Yeah, you also mentioned your bill to kind of clarify the definition of an abortion under state law. Maybe you could clarify a little bit more of that about that bill and I guess what its goal is and kind of some of the uh, concerns about state law as it is right now. Sure. I think state law is clear enough where if the mother's life is in danger, she should be able to get that medical treatment. Um, but there's enough ambiguity where we thought we needed to act. And so right or wrong, there's a lot of campaign flyers on both sides, I think, that are a little disingenuous on what the law actually is. So let's just clear the air. Let's clear the make it crystal clear on what care is allowed and what's not. And so, for instance, we heard on the campaign trail, there's a large percentage a percentage of women who at some point will face an eptopic pregnancy. We know that that child cannot be brought to term. Um, it's a sad situation. Whether they wanted that child or not, an eptopic pregnancy could not come to term safely. And so we want doctors to be able to say, hey, we're going to remove the child from the mother, we'll do everything we can to save that child. Um, but that is far different than the intentional ending of that human life. And so we just want to make it, again, crystal clear that if you're facing situations where you need medical care, um, you can still get that care. And so I think it removes the fear mongering that we see during campaign time. And it creates clarity for doctors who um, want to be able to provide care and not find themselves in hot water. So I think it's good for everyone. It, it clarifies the pro-life community's position. It clarifies state statute for physicians. And it should give uh, expecting mothers peace of mind that they can get the care that they need if something unfortunate were to happen. Got it. I also wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the current legal challenge that's likely coming before the Supreme Court um, sure. that arguing we don't actually have an abortion ban in Wisconsin. What do you make of those arguments and what do you think could be next steps if this um, ruling isn't in your favor? Well, I think we're going to continue to do our job no matter what the court does. So I don't I don't make my decisions or, or what I do as a legislator based on what could happen theoretically um, in the court. I think it's very clear when you do a deep dive, the intention of those that passed the original ban. I mean, Wisconsin clearly has an abortion ban. And so I guess we can run around the state and try to find a judge to find a technicality to throw it out of the books. But it's very clear that that was, that was the legislature's intent. So I don't know which way that court case will go. I don't know. Um, but we're going to continue to do 
the things we need to do. And I think regardless of where that course case winds up, we should still embrace them both. We should still offer supports for families, offer supports and resources for those that uh, choose to have their children. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to add that you think people should know about this issue or your legislation? Yeah, I just think it's important that, again, that we all recognize that we are all in a different place when it comes to this issue. And I think people on both sides, the pro-life and pro-choice community, um, are sincere in their beliefs. We shouldn't question our own sincerity when we have these debates. But that's why, again, this is a package purposely crafted to try to support issues that everyone actually agrees on. I think everyone agrees that we should provide more supports for families, more supports for adoptive families, make the law clear um, to remove any fear from those facing complicated pregnancies. I think these are issues that the general public can all get behind. All right. Well, thank you for joining me for the podcast. I appreciate it. Awesome. You bet. Thank you. All right, Kate, thanks for bringing us that interview. It'll be interesting to see if Democratic Governor Tony Evers actually entertains any of these proposals. But if our listeners want to read more and keep up to date on these issues, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.